First, first, first things first, Thunderbird. Sports is a space where once you open your mouth, you have to have the accurate information. You have to know it all. And unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Other people want to jump onto it at 25. And I'm saying that those people, you can still jump onto it. Let's give you the basics. Let's give you the manual that will help you navigate this thing called sports. Sports Daily, every Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. First things first, Thunderbird. Really. On the other side of the phone line with us are DM Robin Duke Madlala, yeah, football journalist, uh, regular here on this show. Maybe I can take him to this Java concert. Maybe you guys are. <laughs> Let's find uh. out. Robin Duke, how you doing? I'm good, my bro. Was that AKA behind? Yes, sir. That was him. Super Mega. Uh, super Mega. You know, my so rest in peace. You know, the other day, two was three days ago. Yeah. I went past where he was shot. Oh wow. Ah, I mean, as much as I don't know the man, I only met him in 2018 during the Vodacom July. When it was Vodacom July, then when he was performing, it was beautiful. I mean, he was so lively, vibrant, you know. Yeah. I mean, performing nice, his own music. You know, it just said, oh, damn. I mean, just a life, guys. A split like that and then you're gone. Yeah. You know, it's just so sad. Very know, tragic and, and very unfortunate. Very, very tragic and very unfortunate. But we can't, we, we can't say more. You know, just that you have to comfort the family whenever they, I mean, whenever we speak about it, that, you know, they find comfort in this difficult time. I was, I was asking in studio, um, RDM, that I want to go to this Java Isbugo concert. And here in the studio, no one is a Java fan but myself. Yeah, I'm trying to Java something. So like, yeah, I, 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 I love Java. You know, I love his performances as well. I've also attended one when he was at ICC. Oh, yes, beautiful. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's also, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised. Okay. And then, I love his music. We can so I suppose, yeah, together. RDM has accepted yeah. your invitation. <laughs> also, if the sports journalism thing ever becomes a bit boring, I think you have an entertainment space that's waiting for you, yeah? <laughs> As a journalist. As a, yeah, entertainment journalist. Robin yeah, um, when it comes to music, I am a big fan. You're inside, yeah? Well-traveled, well-traveled. Right, let's talk about the UEFA Champions League game last night. Robin Duke, I mean, of course, I suppose for fans of the English game, the big one, Manchester City v RB Leipzig, but Porto and Inter Milan was also equally as exciting, I suppose, on paper. But we'll start with Manchester City. The conversation that's happening online currently after Manchester City lost points, or lost rather, uh, the W late in that game, was yeah. Erling Haaland. And this conversation around, has he improved that squad? Has he made it better? Or potentially, has he made it predictable? What's your sense around Erling Haaland and what he's brought into that Manchester City squad since the beginning? The last part you mentioned, he has made them predictable. Um, I, I think that, that that's correct. I mean, I was listening to Thierry Henry also on CPS the other day. He has made them predictable because now you know that they're going to supply him. Kevin De Bruyne is going to supply him. Unlike licensing, I mean, when they won the, when they won the league, I mean, for the what, four out of five seasons, they won the league without a centre forward. So the goals are coming from anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it was difficult for you to mark who's going to come and pop up and score the goal. But right now, as much as they have him, who has got to, I think, 26 goals in, in the Premier League this season, but it's predictable. You saw against Nottingham Forest, they, 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 you know, they were able to stop, to stop him. Yesterday, I think he got one chance uh, and then he dragged it wide. And then this, 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 this defender, who was absolutely exceptional for, for Croatia, Josko Gwazvold, I mean, he, he really, really marked him. He really was stuck. I mean, he stuck to him whenever he, 
he went, he was just there, and then he rewarded himself by scoring that header, you know, brilliant header. I think, you know, this season, I mean, Champions League, this quarterfinal, they were absolutely difficult for English club. I mean, look at Liverpool losing to Madrid, having scored two goals. I mean, uh, uh, Spurs also also lost, uh, Chelsea also lost, all English club lost. I mean, that's, just, that, that's why the Champions League is so, is so nice, it's so unpredictable, so difficult. You know, that the champion, I mean, the second leg is going to produce another heartbreaking, I'm telling you. I think, you know, with where we are now, I think the only club that has a big chance from the English Premier League side is only Manchester City. The rest, I don't think they've got a chance. But yeah, Manchester City let themselves down. But yeah, I expected that, you know, a club like Leipzig was going to put up, you know, not no sit back, but, you know, go for them. Because I think Manchester City are no longer the same as they were last season. But then again, we made mention of the issue of Henning Haaland that at some point he has made them look predictable because they, every time they need to look for him, uh, of which when you when you when you have done that, and they said they didn't have Kevin De Bruyne because of illness, so the supply wasn't there. I think the guy who really popped up, who really did very well, was Jack Grealish. I think Grealish is really coming on. I mean, I mean it's, it's starting to, to to affect the game now. It's also, I mean, Pep Guardiola is also giving him. I mean, I also select him in big matches, you know. So even yesterday, I mean, it, it, there was a, the, the assist that he almost had for. Gundogan, who the goalkeeper put him in the body on line to to make the save. So, you know, he is someone that I think who was ready, you know, trying making trying to make things happen for Manchester City, but it wasn't to be. But also Manchester City's defense, it hasn't been solid as much as got this Akanji, you know, who they signed, who they signed from Dortmund at the beginning of the season, but they have not been solid. I think the guy that they're missing right now is Johnstone, who's out for injured as well. So, you know. Everything is not clicking for Manchester at this point, at this point in time. And I definitely don't think they will also win the Premier League. I think Arsenal will win the Premier League. Oh, oh, oh. Robin, you're really you, hurting someone here in studio. You, you're going here. deep now, hey? Mm-hmm. You're going deep. But 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 let's talk about... You've already spoken about the issues that we're seeing at Manchester City. And I think if we're being <laughs> neutral and we're being honest, we, I think they're evident to everyone that there are issues in that setup. So how do we fix it, right? Um, you say at the back we're a bit... Um, lacking, but also up front, um, it was a conversation about Erling Haaland not adapting well and also the players not adapting to him. Tanak and I, at the beginning of the show, were talking about how to play him. I said he should be playing with someone else up front as opposed to him being the only number nine so that someone can make the runs and he can be there ready to pr- to like finish it off right and then Tanaka said that he's okay as playing as the number nine but also be given more freedom so that he can make those runs and place himself in the right himself in the right places if you would if you were to just assess where would how do we play him so that he fits into the system because this is not what we saw last season the the, the problem is that he he is just a number nine he as much as at time he can drop deep but it's not that that player who can drop deep and link up, like the Oliver Giroud, who can hold the ball. He, as much as I've seen him trying to do that, but it's not his game. He just wants to be in the box and finish off. You know, like he's not like your Mailula who's more mobile. You can see my Mailula can drop me, can also create. You know what I'm saying? So he, he is not that. He, 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 I mean, Haaland just wants to be in the box, he just on the service, and then when he gets the service, but. <clears throat> You also saw him. I mean, there was, there was a chance against him. I think Nottingham Forest when he hit the bar and then the ball came back to him and then he just whacked it. I mean, he plays it wide. So he also got his own flaws. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know how Guardiola can fix this, you know, with him because there is over reliance on him. But you also have to not feel, I mean, you also have to 
um, how can I put it? Uh, not to blame Guardiola because the man is scoring goals. He 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 can score you maybe a hat trick or even four goals. Because what we have seen him when the beginning of the season started, but when it comes to the big game, he has been struggling. I mean, yes, he scored, I think, two or three against Manchester United. They had it hard, but I mean, he scored against Arsenal. Uh, when I come to Liverpool, he didn't score. They lost that game. Uh, so you can see that there are some some games where Guardiola needs him most, but he, he doesn't turn up. But again, you can't can't blame him because I think also the supply has been a problem. But also the problem with Guardiola, where he also left out a player like Kevin De Bruyne. You know, there was a game against Arsenal. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne scored for him. Yes, Christian has said he was, he, was, he was out because of illness. But I think the players are still struggling to find him. But then again, I'm saying, Manchester City off last season were not tentable as they are right now with him. I, 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 I said it before they signed him. I said it's going to be a problem because many teams now, they are centre forward. Whenever you go, they're going to be with you. Whenever you, the ball comes to you, they're going to be with you. And then he has found some of those defenders who can do that. And then it's a struggle for him to maneuver uh, and move around and to create a space for him and also be located by his opponent. So that has been a problem. And it is, it is, it is a, a, a make it message predictable and also make a message more weak, you know, when they play against such a point like, like I saw, or like you also you said against, against the Abzik. So they need to find another way. Imagine the young man from, 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 um, uh, from Argentina was a star for for, 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 the, for Argentina during the World Cup. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think maybe they, they, they must also select him at some point because he, he, he also, he, as much as uh, he, he can move around, but he doesn't stay up top. He makes it, you know, not, not like Alvarez, I'm, I'm trying to say. Alvarez is very difficult to, to, to be marked because he doesn't all stay there. He also comes short. He can go wide. He can go, he can go through the channels. Unlike uh, Haaland, who can just wait there for the ball to, to for the service. So I think that's what Manchester City need to do now. Just find a variety, you know, of how to break down other teams who are tight marking him. Yeah, and what's interesting here is that the most qualified man in world football, arguably, in Pep Guardiola, is on the job, right? It's, it's, it's also a very strange conversation to be having, uh, Robin Duke, because... We also know that Haaland has been exceptional this season in terms of his core business. Yeah, and his core business is to score goals, but yeah. it hasn't necessarily moved the team forward. And it's it's almost a very there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance in my mind as we have this conversation because you're talking about a striker who's probably one of the informed strikers in world football right now, but yet Manchester City aren't really proving or showing signs of the Manchester City that was absolutely running away with the Premier League some seasons gone by, and also a massive force in the Champions League either. Right. The other game between Inter Milan and FC Porto, ultimately Inter Milan winning one goal to no Robin Duke because of uh, Romelu Lukaku, yeah? yeah? Who, by the way, still belongs to, to Chelsea. Yes. That team that's in desperate need of a striker, whether or not he's the answer to the question, we'll wait and see come the off-season. Uh, just a word on him. I mean, it's so weird with Lukaku how the narratives around him consistently change Robin Duke. At, at some point in England, at Everton... He, he was a star turned, uh, had good yeah. stints at West Brom as well. It didn't work at Manchester United. And then once again, found himself at Inter Milan, then moved back to Chelsea and it came apart. It, it's honestly been a very topsy-turvy career for, for, for Lukaku, hasn't it? Yeah, and you look at, I mean, Chelsea, what they did in the general transfer, they were spending everything under the sun. Absolutely everything. Anyone who's got a potential, I mean, they could even sign the track. I think maybe the good thing for him is that Chelsea didn't sign a striker, so that means there is still a place for him next to him. Because he didn't get along with um, Thomas Tuchel. 
you know, uh, because, I mean, when when, when he, uh, last season, when he started, I mean, he was, I, I thought Chelsea was going to win the league because the way he was holding the ball, giving it, supplying, and then somewhere, somehow he fall away with, with the manager, Thomas Tuchel, and then Tuchel, uh, this season he was fired, and then they decided to loan him to Inter Milan, the same Inter Milan the, pre- the previous season, we won the league with, uh, with Antonio Conte, you know, they paid a lot of money out of him. Uh, the thing is, they can't get rid of him right now because I don't think anyone can match his salary with his demand and the, 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 I mean, the transfer fee that I mean, Chelsea signed for him, that they paid for him uh, to, to Inter Milan because it was a lot of money. And then you look at what is happening being loaned to Inter Milan. He's finding his footing. He saw the goal he scored yesterday. A beautiful goal. I mean, the, the, the bicycle kick in the air, you know, um, it, it's, a, it's a sad state of affair for him, you know, that the club is signing, I mean, they're paying so much money, buying players, but then again, I think the, 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 the saving grace here is that Manchester, I mean, Chelsea haven't signed a centre-forward because as much as they've got Kai, Kai Havertz, but it's not, it's not Lukaku, as much as they've got João Felix from Atletico Madrid, who they sign on loan, uh, <laughs> interesting enough, he's the only one who has scored a goal. Who scored a goal for Chelsea in January, the whole of January. You know, absolutely insane. Much money, yeah. And they look at how much money they paid, and then you, you just only see that he's the only one who has scored a goal. And then look at Graham Porter. But the good thing is, Graham Porter, you know, Tom Tom Paul, the co-owner of the club, said they're not gonna fire him. Uh, for him to finish in a Champions spot. It's not, it's not his target. They just want him to build a team. So they are looking at what Arsenal they did to Mikel Arteta. Because remember when the season started last season, Arsenal lost three games on a spin in the first opening three games, and they were at the bottom of the lock. But look at what happened. They improved in the second half. They almost finished in the, in the championship spot, and then they finished fifth, losing to Spurs in that number four spot. And then I think that's what they what they, 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 that's their plan right now to say, Graham Porter. Just because there are so many players that have understand that it's going to take, take, take a lot of time. So what you can do is just build this team. Because, I mean, look at Modric. They say something from uh, the Shaka Tunis. He is a super, 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 super talented. They signed Basha Dile from Monaco, a center-back with the left-footed. All these guys, it, it, it's a struggle for them to put this thing together. So, you know, Lukaku, I think it's, it's a good time that he's away at Inter Milan. That he's not witnessing business in all of this. Then maybe when it comes during the off-season, when they will have offices so you can understand all these guys, right? This conversation is happening. I'm not there. He's having a good time at Inter Milan. And he's very scoring goals, as I said yesterday. I think they will, they, will, they will go through to the next phase when they, when they go to Estrela and I'm in, 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 the, in, the, in the second leg on the 14th next month. Alrighty, Rom Duke, I guess all is to be played for on the second leg, and that's where we'll see what really happens. As for Liverpool, it's a wrap. Like, oh God, don't, ah, don't do that. It's finished. Don't it's, go there. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's painful. I mean, I, I, because I'm a Liverpool fan, I was kicking uh, when we scored those two goals um, with, um, uh, with, the, with this Uruguay, and I just slipped at number one. Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes. Uh, I was jumping in the minute, fourth minute, and then a mistake by um, uh, the goalkeeper and then, I mean, Salah, you know, put it away two nil in the 11th minute. And then I said, oh, okay, this is going to be nice. You know, I thought, okay, there's more to come. Oh, my God. Vinny Juna. I am he, so sorry. I am so sorry. He is, he is absolutely one of the most, I mean, player right now. I think yeah. when we say 
Mbappe, I think, is second. He is a, he is a world-class yeah. footballer. I mean, yeah. at the age of 22. But to look at the, 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 the fear that this is tied to opposition, I mean, when you look at the first goal that he scored, I mean, for Real Madrid, dropping deep to clear the space for Karim Benzema, and then he find a yard, and then he put it away. And then Benzema, oh, he went for a demolishing job, but I think the only guy who had an absolutely awful day was Joe Gomez for Liverpool. He has been absolutely very, very bad in some big games. I remember even against Napoli in the first game of the group stages in in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, at Amando in, in International Stadium mm. in, uh, in, in Naples. He was absolutely having a shock. And then again, we got this issue of Trent Alexander-Arnold can't defend. Yeah. And right now, yes, they use this young man, budget. You know, he was not bad, but you can see that he's still young. But these games, I don't think the Open Club should have went for him. I think he should have went to someone who's more experienced there because at some point he was found wanting. I mean, look at Modric in the age of 37, and then for this kind of thing, the energy. You know, because this, and I mean, Federico Valverde, once, once, once Modric found the tune, it was absolutely difficult. I don't know, the second, the third goal that was scored by Militao, where was Liverpool defence was? Yeah. I mean, that, that was just a smack in the face. I said, after the goal was scored, and then the head... Yeah. I guess I yeah. guess we'll wait and see as to what happens in the second leg. Thank you so much for coming on. As to whether or not Vinicius Jr. is one of the best or the second best player in the world right now, I think that opens up for another debate. But we will definitely have you on <laughs> when we have that conversation. And I'm ready for that debate, Robin Duke. We'll, we'll have it on. But yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, guys. But again, Liverpool have done miraculous job previously. 2005 Champions League. Ah, and the past yeah, is in true. the past. Aye, Their right. past is in the past. It's 2023 <laughs> now. 2023. And that's what Liverpool fans will always say. That's Robin Duke Matlala. We're talking idea. all things about the Champions League. Today, you can catch the Europa League and I can tell you that one that's a blockbuster and you don't want to miss. Aggregates of two all. Manchester United up against FC Barcelona. Both these clubs in their respective leagues. The legends and the future legends only on Vision View Sports Radio.